Are you getting your message out on a prolific basis? Meaning, are you putting out great content on a daily basis? Are you reaching out to your audience? And are you making an impact, the kind of impact that you know you want to make, the kind of impact that you were here, brought here to make? Are you coming up with great content on a daily basis? Are you just churning out topics? Is it coming to you and flowing to you like a total tidal wave? Believe it or not, it should be. And if it's not, I'm going to share with you a simple strategy to help you get there so that you can become a content machine and put out amazing, relevant, and impactful content on a regular basis, almost at the snap of a finger. Hey, my friends, JT DeBolt with you here today for the daily dose of awesome, your 15 minutes of inspiration, education, and motivation to help you get your day started off right. And as you're jumping out here, let me know where you're tuning in from. And as you jump out here, let me just welcome you by saying good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble, thanks for joining us here each and every single Monday through Thursday, or Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Bart Ripple in the house, baby. What's up, Cleveland, Ohio? How's it going? Samra Mize here. Delaney Fluker is in the house. Good to see you, Delaney. Great to have you with us. Uh, thanks for joining us here, gang. I really appreciate each and every single one of you. Always a privilege and an honor to come at you. And today I'm going to be talking to you about something that's very near and dear to my heart. Uh, something that uh, not only do I love to talk about, but something that uh, I'm excited to share with folks because I know how big of an impact it can make in their business and in their life. One of the things that you hear us talk quite a bit about in attraction marketing is the ability to actually make an impact in other people's lives, the ability to use and leverage the internet, and even specifically Facebook, if you want to drill down on it, uh, to be an avenue, to be a tool, to be a vehicle by which you can get out there and spread the message about your business, whether it's a network marketing business, whether it's a brick and mortar business, it really doesn't matter. If you're, gonna, if you're here to leverage the power of online marketing and build your business online, you know that you have to do it by spreading a message. You can't sit behind your laptop and be idle and hope that people find out about you and come to you. But more importantly, it's about creating the, the kind of content and the kind of message that people perceive as being very valuable. We'll talk a little bit about that perception here in just a second. But uh, it's super important that we have this ability to create content on the fly and almost at the snap of a finger. And I'll tell you a quick little story about that in a second. I just want to say hi to some folks. Cindy Janish, Janish is in the house from South Dakota. What's going on? Delaney Fluker, or Delaney Fluker's in Chicago. I said hi, hi to Delaney, but now that I know that you're in Chicago, that is awesome. Uh, Ellen Franks in Michigan. Hey, how's it going, Ellen? Great to have you with us. Um, for several years, I had a podcast. I used to do a kind of like a motivational podcast for a company, and I did it four days a week, Monday through Thursday, every single day for about five years. I only ever missed one session, one one episode, and that was simply because I was so sick I had no voice. And as you might well imagine, you kind of have to have a voice if you're going to do a podcast, podcast being 100% audio in the case of this particular podcast, at least some podcasts, by the way, just kind of a side note, can be both video and audio. So they'll actually videotape uh, and record the podcast person uh, talking. And so then you have not just the video, but then you strip the audio off and it becomes very uh, multidimensional, which is very cool. I teach what I'm about to show you guys in our high-end mastermind or high-end workshops for the Fast Track program. Now, this is only a portion of what I teach, but it's the really pertinent stuff that I want to uh, share with you so that you can really get the ball rolling, hit the ground running, and get some content out there, but not just any kind of content, the kind of content that's going to put you at forefront in the mind of your audience, 
forefront in the mind of your prospects. In fact, not only are they going to be thinking about you on a continual basis in a good way, they're going to be flocking to you because they know that you are going to be the go-to source. They're going to see you as a subject matter expert in the field that you are focused in. So whether that's building a network marketing company, maybe that's health and fitness, maybe it's uh, maybe you're uh, specializing in skincare and, and anti-aging, maybe you are specializing like myself in uh, leadership and uh, uh, you know kind of personal growth, but more than personal growth, high performance. And so if you're in any kind of field whatsoever where you are sought after as a, as a uh, subject matter expert or you're sought after for solutions, if you're in a field where you see yourself as a solution provider, give me a one in the chat box. And again, it could be anything. It could be health and fitness, health and wellness, uh, could be skincare, could be essential oils, uh, could be fitness, it could be advice and uh, self-growth, growth, personal growth, uh, you know, anything that has to do with business growth, if you see yourself as a provider of that type of a solution, then give me a one in the chat box because this message is specially designed for you. Hey, what's up, Laura? She's coming in from Washington State right here, what I like to call Mother Nature's masterpiece. We live just north of Seattle. Um, Art Bart says, I accepted Brandy Shaver's challenge to do a Facebook Live for 30 consecutive days. I'm on day nine. Look forward to your content. All right, Bart, I promise you, I'm going to give you the best that I know to give, and that's going to help you get to that remaining 21 days and beyond. By the way, I love challenges, uh, especially when it comes to stuff like this, because what it does is it puts you in a position where you're coming up with uh, something that perhaps is breaking you out of a little bit of a cycle, maybe a slump, and perhaps a even a creative uh, block. So, and I'm not by any means suggesting that's Bart's case, but if you have ever been in a position where you are a person like Bart, like Delaney, like Samra, where you see yourself as a go-to person or a solution provider, then this is going to be extremely important. Content in and of itself is really a message and a message can take any form. Now we talk a lot about Facebook lives here. Reason being is that Facebook is one, Facebook lives especially, or any video is an extremely efficient and effective way to get inside the heart, mind, and soul of your prospect or your client or your ideal customer. You could do audio, you could do written word, and personally, uh, I, I have no challenge with either one of those. I think they're all fantastic. They can be extremely effective. The difference with video is, just like we're doing this right now, is you can kind of look them in the eye virtually speaking. So you can address a lot of people all at once. They could be worldwide. It could be a worldwide audience. Uh, they don't have to be in your hometown. Whereas if you're going to hold like a hotel meeting or a personal get-together, you can only really talk to a certain amount of people, right? Even if you were in the biggest stadium in the world, uh, even if the stadium held 100,000 people, maybe it's like Wembley Stadium, uh, in England, you're still not really going to have that impact, even though it's in person. The difference is you could have 100,000 people or more watching you on a Facebook Live or a Zoom or anything like that, any kind of a chat, uh, you know, a video chat, and they can kind of get up and personal with you. They can see the expression on your face, right? They could hear the inflection and the intonations of your voice. They can tell when you're trying to make a point, and that's the power of video. When you get really kind of comfortable being in front of a camera, you actually give yourself an unfair advantage, a very competitive advantage. And so if there's anybody out there that's challenged by video, just know this. It's not something that's going to bite you. It's not something that's going to harm you or hurt you or do anything bad to you. It's actually helpful to you, but most importantly, it's helpful to your audience. All right. So if you prefer not to be in front of video because your strength is writing, I completely understand that. 
My point to you is whatever medium you want to use to create content, now is the time. You want to become a content machine. So let's dive straight into the recipe for how you actually become a content machine. And by the way, for those of you who are creating content, if right now you are a content creator, you are doing it on a regular basis. It doesn't have to be daily, okay? But you're doing it on a consistent basis. I want to see the two in the chat box. I'm curious. Hey, what's up, Ron? Good to see you, my friend. Uh, I want to see how many folks out there are actively creating content. I want to see a two in the chat box if you're creating content. Now, if you're not creating content, if you're blocked by it, if you're confused by it, if you're just simply starting out and you're saying to yourself, dude, I don't even know what to, where to start and begin with creating content, I want to see a three. So it's a two if you're actively creating content. It's a three if you're slightly challenged by it, all right? And by the way, you could be in both categories. You might say to yourself, well, actually, JT, I'm, I'm, I am creating content, but I'm super challenged by it. Uh, so if that's you, you can choose which one of those to, to type in. But I got, you, I got to let you know that there is a way through this, and we're going to jump on it right here, right now. The very first part to creating great content is you have to start from a place of personal inspiration. Personal inspiration. That's the very first step to this. You have to start with a place of personal inspiration. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is you want to you want to have a topic that you dearly care about. Now, when we talk about a topic, I'm going to talk. I'm going to start from the big picture, right? Like the overall general picture. So, personally, for me, I love to talk about leadership. I love to talk about high performance. I love to talk about uh, you know team building and things like this because that's the area that, quite frankly, just naturally I gravitate toward. Some people. They love to talk about inspiration. Some people love to talk about uh, spiritual stuff. They love to talk about health and wellness. You have to figure out what really makes you tick. And it's not specific to your industry necessarily. If you can combine the two, that's pretty awesome, right? So in my case, I'm very fortunate because I can speak about leadership to a community just like this because quite frankly, you're all leaders. And so that message is going to resonate. But for instance, you might be really into health and fitness and you want to help network marketers build a business that's not necessarily in the health and fitness industry. What I'm going to talk about in a second is going to be how you can cross those two together. But first and foremost, it has to start from a place of inspiration. This is where you're going to get your topic ideas. Case in point, personally, I love sports. I love to watch sports and specifically I love to watch football, American football for those of you that live outside of the United States. And I can appreciate that some people find that game boring it's not necessarily important that if other people find your, your particular areas of interest boring. It's what matters to you. And the reason being is this. I want you to pay close attention to this. The topic or the area of your inspiration doesn't have to light other people up. I talk a lot. In fact, I talk a lot about aviation, which is another thing that fires me up because it's in my blood. It's my past experience as a U.S. naval aviator, right? But what's most important to me is I can teach, I can, I can distill a lot of lessons down from my aviation career and the profession of, of being an aviator uh, to teach other people how to perform better in their businesses and in their lives. What you have to do and where the onus is upon you is to figure out how to distill the lessons of what you're inspired by into something usable for your audience. So inspiration, where does inspiration come from? I'm curious what you guys all think about this. Where does inspiration come from? Does it come from something else? Does it come from within? What is inspiration? Not motivation. Motivation and inspiration, they're two completely different things. So when we think about inspiration, where does it come from? And if you want to put in a personal note, where does it come from for you? What are you inspired by? 
Uh, for me, I'm inspired by sports. I love to watch people, human beings that push their bodies and their minds to their limits to overcome uh, either another competitor or themselves. I just think that's like some of the most amazing stuff. So not just football. Uh, I love to watch hockey and basketball from time to time. I love to watch the Olympics. Uh, I even love to watch some of those competitive shows like American Ninja Warrior and things like this where a person has to be fairly physically fit and, and athletic to overcome the obstacles. I find that stuff to be truly remarkable and uh, inspiring and uh, things that you can you can find all kinds of leadership and life lessons in. So sports is one. I also personally uh, love superhero movies. So like the Avengers, the Marvel comic movies, things like this. I can find a lot of great uh, uh, points of inspiration in there and tie it into a lesson. And I'll give you an example of that here in just a second. But I'm curious about you. What is it? What does inspiration first and foremost mean to you? And what are your um, what are your personal uh things that inspire you? What are topics or subject matters that inspire you? Jan says it comes from a passion to lift people up. Awesome. I love that. That's a really great way of putting it. Bart says inspiration is an exterior parallel experience which resonates with you. Dude, that's deep, man. <laughs> I've never thought of it that way. Uh, Ron says the hint is in the spelling. It comes from within. Right on. Bruno says music. So Bruno uh, is inspired by music. By the way, Bruno, I share that with you. I'm deeply inspired by music as well, um, and so I'll use that sometimes to jog an idea loose. I'll listen to music, or I'll talk about music uh, occasionally when I when I do my topics or when I do my content. I want to go back to what Ron said here because um, it's interesting. Bart says it's an exterior pal- parallel experience which resonates with you, and I want to I want to tap on that because I agree with that. So Bart, what I got from you from that statement is you see something external but it, it, it resonates inside you. It kind of wakes you up. And I've shared this example before where if you remember a few years back, a woman by the name of Susan Boyle became an international, international sensation. She was a, just kind of a, um, a housewife from Scotland. Nobody knew of her. She, didn't, she wasn't necessarily spectacular in any sense that you could see from the outside. Uh, she was quite humble and carried herself as such. And then she got up on stage on a show called Britain's Got Talent, and blew, people's away, blew people away with her voice. She was able to sing uh, a song from, I think it was Les Miserables. And uh, it, was, it was amazing. And I have to tell you, I personally am a metalhead, right? I love heavy metal, Metallica, Pantera, uh, you know, Megadeth, these kinds of bands, Iron Maiden, ACDC. I'm, that's, that's the soundtrack of my life, personally. I have nothing that I would personally relate to, to a housewife from Scotland, let alone operatic music, uh, let alone even something as great uh, as Les Miserables. It's just not something that's going to trip my trigger. But there was something remarkable about this woman's courage, right? And, and just her willingness to step out there and put herself out there really literally on the firing line and deliver a beautiful uh, thing that moved other people, this, this piece of music that moved people. That to me was very inspiring. So I think that's what Bart, uh, I got from your message at least when you said that. And I want to go back to what Ron said. And he said, the hint is that the spelling, hint is in the spelling. It comes from within. And see, that's what's cool is you can observe something from the outside, right? So I can sit on my couch and watch a football game, which is happening outside of me. But what happens to me and what the inspiration uh, where the inspiration actually happens is truly within. It's the thing that rocks your world. This, my friends, is extremely important for us all to remember, okay? The inspiration does, in fact, come from within. And this is where the power and the value is, is because this is where you speak from your heart and soul. This is where you can come from a place, and this is where if you create content from a place of inspiration, this is where it becomes 
truly magic. And I really don't care much for the term magic, but there's something that's almost mystical about it. There's something that's hard to describe and, and pin down even scientifically and say, well, that's the, that's the reason that people get so enamored with it. Have you ever read something or seen something or heard something and you just couldn't help it? You just thought, man, that was some of the best stuff. And that's the thing you end up sharing. Well, that's what other people are going to do with your content when you come from a place of inspiration first. All right. Super important that you understand this. And if this makes sense to you, give me a four in the chat box because I want to know what you guys are thinking. The most important thing you have to understand is, is that, yeah, sports, music, um, Samra saying that she's inspired by those with the drive to improve themselves physically and mentally. I agree with you 100% on that one, Samra. There's something like just truly remarkable about watching a person push themselves past their normal boundaries. And it applies to business. There are so many lessons we can use to help people in our industry do better for themselves in their business and in their lives. Um, hey, what's up, Wanda? Good to see you. Um, love the underdog overcoming obstacles, says Samra. Totally. Totally. And here's the thing is most people, the reason this works is most people see themselves as underdogs, right? They're saying, hey, I don't really have a lot of business experience. Um, I'm not rich. I'm not super freaking, you know, uh, talented in a certain area. So they show up every single day, just like the underdog and they pound it, they grind it, they work away and they chip away. And pretty soon they become awesome. And this, the cool part about that is, is they realize that they don't have to be perfect. They just have to be their, their own awesome selves. And that's really where that underdog story comes up. All right, so lots of fours coming in here. That very first step, my friends, is super important. So figure out what it is that inspires you. Write that down. Come up with the ideas that inspire you. So if somebody were to ask this to me, if one of you were to say, well, JT, what inspires you? I would tell you, first and foremost, sports. Uh, I love to watch movies. I am inspired by music. I'm also, by the way, inspired by my kids. My kids are 10 and 13. They're remarkable human beings. They do, they've done already in their short lives. They've accomplished some pretty cool things. But more importantly, I love their outlook on life, their perspective. It's witty. It's fresh. It's interesting. Um, in some cases, it comes from complete left field, something that I had never thought of. And I think perhaps that's the part that, for me, is the most exciting. So don't underestimate finding inspiration from kids, grandkids, uh, anybody in your life that perhaps is not necessarily a subject matter expert, right? You don't always have to go to the Tony Robbins or the Gary Vaynerchuk's or the, you know, the, uh, the less, less uh, Browns of the world to get inspired. Sometimes it comes from people that you know in your own life. Could be the person that lives, you, lives across the street from you, as a matter of fact. All right, cool. So now the next piece of this, once we've got inspired is, now we're gonna have something that's gonna be super inspirational uh, to us. And that's gonna empower us. It's gonna be the fuel for the message. The next piece is as important, if not more important, and that is you have to have a strong intention, all right? So the first part was inspiration. The next part is intention. Now, when I say intention, what does that mean to you? I want to know. Go ahead and type it into the chat box. What does it mean when you hear the word intention? You have the inspiration. You're like, man, I was really inspired by that person winning the 500-meter uh, swim. Or I was really inspired by that person that uh, came out and sang on stage and we didn't see it coming. Now, if you're going to use that as a topic, what is the intention that you have and what does that actually mean? I want to know what you're thinking of here. Samra says, it's great to see kids accomplish something that they thought they couldn't do um, and, and then see the light bulb go off and it's great to see. I totally agree. In fact, you're going to see this, by the way, not just in kids, but you're going to see almost a childlike uh, enthusiasm, a childlike response, just like the one Samra's talking about when you inspire other people. 
Okay. When you can help them flip the light switch for themselves and their business, it is so cool to watch whether it's somebody on your team, somebody that you bring into EMP, somebody that you're working with in your network marketing company or outside of it. When you see somebody flip that light switch on, man, I'll tell you what, it is, it's, it's worth the price of admission. I personally get more of a charge out of that than anything that I accomplish in business is watching the light bulb come on for somebody else. Very cool. So what does inspiration or uh, what does intention mean to you? Uh, you have to have a strong intention for sure, a direct purpose, uh, what you plan to do. I love that. All of those things are absolutely in alignment with the term intention. And I'm really glad you bring it up because this drives the point home. When we think about inspiration, we're talking about from within. And what I'm talking about here with intention is what we, what we intend to do outside of ourselves, what we intend for that message to actually deliver. So think of it this way when it comes to content creation. For the, for the purposes of content creation and the topic we're talking about today, inspiration is what's going to get you started. Intention is what's going to get your audience started, what's going to ignite them. All right. So what I like to think of is, hey, what's the intention of my message? Now, here's the very real world example. A moment ago, I kind of alluded to this when I was talking about the fact that I get inspired by superhero movies. So a few years back uh, when Guardians of the Galaxy, the very first one first came out, I thought, man, this is one of the greatest movies I've seen in a long time. It was funny. It was action packed. It was exciting. It tied a whole bunch of different storylines into things. And I thought, man, I love this movie. I was enraptured by it. They sucked me in with the storytelling. They kept me, you know, kind of focused with the imagery and all the special effects and things like that. But really, it was the depth of the characters. Now, if you follow Guardians of the Galaxy, you know that the main character's name, the main hero's name is Star-Lord. And Star-Lord is played by Chris Pratt. And Chris Pratt has this kind of unique sort of uh, funny characteristic. He's, he's so, sort of self-deprecating. But at the same time, you know he's a true leader. You know he's a hero in the sense that you can count on him. He's not just kind of a buffoon. What's, there was a scene in the movie in the very first one. I'm not going to spoil it for you if you haven't seen it. But there's a part where the team of, of heroes, the Guardians of the Galaxy are actually up against, their, they got their backs against the wall. And it looks like this is the end. And they're in a small room, and he turns to them and he says, you know, I'm looking around at a bunch of losers. Now, I will get to the rest of his story here in just a second, but I was totally inspired what came out by what came out of his mouth next and the impact that it had on his team. So inspired that I wrote an email to my list, and it said, this is why, and I use the word why in my marketing, you should follow leaders. Why you should, or I'm sorry, <laughs> why you should surround yourself with losers. That was the that was the headline of the email, and I went on to talk about this kind of uh, the scene in Guardians of the Galaxy. So he says, "I'm looking around this room, and I'm seeing a bunch of losers." And everybody kind of looks at him like, "What?" And he says, "No, what I mean is people who have lost stuff, and we've all lost a lot." And he's referring to losing friends, losing their homes, losing their home planet. Some have been destroyed by the big, you know, uh, uh, villain that they're about to take on. And he's talking about how you really have to dive into that pain to find that inner strength, to find that focus, to find that purpose. Let's use that pain of losing against our enemy, the villain who took it all from us in the first place. And I won't spoil the rest of the movie for you, but it was a very effective speech. It rallied the team and they went on to go off and fight as a team as opposed to being fractured. So I used that message in my email and said the exact same thing. The reason you want to surround yourself with losers 
is that if you're going to learn about success, if you're going to learn about overcoming things and accomplishing the things you want in your life, you don't want to listen to the people for whom life has been perfect, right? Or the people who are constantly showing you on Facebook and Instagram how perfect everything is, right? You want to talk to the people who are putting the grind in, who have paid their dues, who have felt the pain and continue to push themselves and make themselves feel on that, that discomfort and face their pain and their fear on a daily basis. And I use that as a point to say, hey, listen, those are the people who typically have learned the most and have the strength of character. I can tell you this. It was one of the best received emails and follow through uh, sequences that I've had in a very long time. So this is a demonstration of how I used inspiration. In this case, I'm inspired by the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I found a message that was really pertinent that I could turn into and distill down and tweak to serve my audience, people who were uh, serious about leadership and uh, high performance. And I used it with the intention of helping them get past this idea that they had to be perfect or their comparitis that they get when they look at somebody who's supposedly got their, their life and their act completely together. This was very impactful for them because I had that strong intention. So remember, the first step is you got to be inspired. That comes from with you. That's what ignites you. And then you want to be, you want to have a strong intention for what that message is going to do for and mean to your audience. That's going to ignite them. Does that make sense? If this is making sense, give me a five in the chat box. I want to see what you guys think about that and see if it actually came through. Um, Jan says it means you're crystal clear knowing where your message is going to lead someone else. Spot on, my friend. I completely agree. Um, Bart Ripple says great soundtrack as well. Totally agree. In fact, I, I would argue that uh, all of the uh, Guardians movies have have amazing, um, have amazing uh, um, soundtracks. So yeah, definitely. Okay, so lots of people dialing five in here. <laughs> Ron says, I am Groot. If you guys know the movie, you understand. Um, okay, great. The last piece to this, the last piece to this is you want to make an impact. Okay, so we started off with inspiration, which was about us getting ignited. We said we needed an, in, an intention, which is about getting them ignited. The next piece is about making an impact. And here's the simple reality. As you're creating your content, What's the only way, what is the only way that that content can actually make an impact? If you know what the answer is, type it in the chat box. What is the only way for that content to make impact? After you've been inspired, after you've figured out what the intention is, and you go to work on it, what's the only way that thing, that piece of content, whether it's a video, whether it's a blog post, whether it's a post, just a written post with a, with a photograph maybe, what's the only way that thing can make impact? I want to see what you guys type in the chat box before I give away the answer. Remember, this is, I know it's the three eyes. It's not meant to be that way. It just sort of worked out that way. This part's probably as important as the other two combined. I'm not saying it's the most important, but pretty much as close as it gets. Uh, Bart says people can apply it. Okay, for sure. You want to put it in a way that they can apply it, right? So what I did, and Mike, in the case of the email, was I gave them, I think, two or three things they could do. You don't have to give them a laundry list of things to do. One two, three, just one thing. Here's the one thing you can do right now to surround yourself with winners and high achievers, for instance. Maybe that's, you know, if I, if I recall back what I said, I think I said, here's three ways to surround yourself with the kind of people that can help you move forward, i.e. losers, people that have lost, learned, and moved forward. That's exactly right. You want to give them actionable steps they can actually use. And uh, Wanda nailed it. Wanda's, Wanda got the answer that I was looking for, and that is it has to be seen and applied. And it has to be seen for them to apply it, right? So we can come up with the best thing in the world. We could be super inspired and go, oh man, that's great, and write it down and then come up with it and write a rough draft and go, here's my intention. But if we never post it, 
if we never go live with it, there's no way it impacts anybody. So this is where your leadership hat has to come on. All right. This is where you got to step up. This is where you have to be. When I talk about being prolific, it means showing up with consistency, doing it on a daily basis. I know that sounds rough. You're like, dude, I don't have that. You know, my, you don't understand my life right now. I've got a job. I got kids. I got this. I got that. Listen, if this is the point, if you want to make an impact, you want to be a true leader, you got to drop some of those excuses. I can appreciate how challenging, how frustrating, how frightening it might be to go live on a Facebook. I remember back in the days when I was scared to death to do that. I can appreciate how you write out a blog post and you look at it and you go, this is terrible. It doesn't even flow right. It feels disjointed. Here's the deal. You're never going to know until you get it out in front of people. And what do you have to ask? You have to ask them, what did you take from this? Is this working for you? Type a five in the chat box type of stuff, right? And Ellen Frank said something important. This is sort of my little bonus tip always have a call to action. Always. All right. So think of it this way. You're inspired to to share a message. You've got an intention for what that message might do for them. You're going to post it, follow through with it, and you know, go live with it because you're going to make that impact. That's how you make the impact. But at the end of the day, you want to keep the cycle going. And that's what the call to action is about. Now your call to action could be as something as simple as like this, share this. It could be as simple as subscribe to my channel for more. It could be as simple as saying, Hey, listen, if you love this, Give me a comment in the chat box and tell me what you got from it. It can also be, hey, buy my stuff, get involved with me, or get on my my calendar so that we can have a chat and we can talk about how this might work for you in your business, in your life. The point is, is you always want to come from a place of inspiration. That's where the true gift, that's where the juice is. You always want to start with a place of intention so that you make it about them and have a place for them to actually end up. You want to impact them, and the only way to impact them is to actually hit go, hit process, hit send, whatever that word looks like, so that you actually put it out there. And you got to have that call to action so that they have a way to actually follow through on what you taught them. Give them an avenue so that they have a place to extend their greatness. And if they can do it with you, you're going to be seen as that influencer, that person in their life that they've been looking for. And that, my friends, is going to help you not just be a content machine, but be an impact machine through your content. So get out there today and every single day. Don't let those excuses hold you back anymore. Be that content creation machine by showing up with intention, showing up with inspiration, making an impact, and having a call to action to keep the game going, to keep the message rolling. All right, my friends, if this worked for you today, if you're stoked about this, and if you're committed to creating content, I want to see a seven in the chat box, all right? Sevens, I want to see sevens. And for all those sevens out there, here's the deal. Don't just type a seven because you feel inspired right now. Don't just type a seven because you feel like you've got an intention behind it. Hit a seven because you're damn sure going to follow through on it. That's what I want to know. I want to know how many people are going to take what I just taught today and actually run with it. Because I want to see what might happen for you over the next two weeks to, th- to 30 days. I want to see how much content we can actually get out there, how much of an impact we can start making in this industry and, and beyond simply because we're out there doing it. All right, Samra, I'm holding you to it. Bart, Ruth, Wanda, see these sevens coming in. Uh, Ron says, always a pleasure and a gift to see you and hear you, my brother. Thanks for being a badass. You're a seven. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. And uh, Bart, appreciate you, man. Jan's out there. Vonnie's typing seven. Norris is hitting seven. All right. I'm looking at you. I want to see those. I want to see that content out there. All right. Listen, friends, I love you and I appreciate you. Make today an amazing day. Make every day an amazing day. Get out there and make an impact. All right. Get that content out there. Shake some lives up. Who knows? The people you shake up just might be your next best business partner. You 
might just be the most inspirational and impactful person that they've met in a very long time. So go out there and make it happen. All right, my friends, that does it for today. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll see you again. Join us every single Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back again tomorrow. We'll see you then.